You're making Christianity sound so linear, but it's not. No, no. I said be celibate. Pray, go to church, don't drink, don't take drugs. Um, respectfully, to I'm going to give a more realistic version of that. I've seen people like take drugs, um, aborting a kid, and you know, doing things that they shouldn't be doing, like Christ-like, as Kanye West would say, that ain't Christ-like, so, you know. Nah, I don't think I face prejudice personally. Yeah. I definitely see an increase in Christianity. I see a big decline. Oh. And I'll tell you why. Hey, hello, hi, I'm your host Danielle and welcome to the very first episode of Faith Unlocked. 2023 is a period of time where many individuals have strong viewpoints and different topics, especially regarding Christian faith. A common media stereotype is that of the Christian extremist, which is a Christian who holds radical religious viewpoints and will go to radical extremes to assert them. Michael Wakelin, who was a former head of religion and ethics for the BBC, described how journalists often assume that un they understand Christianity simply because of its popularity. As a result of that, assumptions reports often take swipes at Christianity in newspapers and television reports, while other religions are treated with more respect and caution. This podcast is not only here to inform you, but to give you an insight to Christian opinions and emotions. Not all Christians are quote-unquote extremists with radical religious viewpoints. Christians are normal people who live their lives just as everyone else in society. Within different episodes of this podcast, I'll be diving into multiple topics such as media representation, healthcare, education and more. Each episode will have different guests with different opinions to share. In saying that, let's officially kickstart our first episode of Faith Unlocked and move into our first conversation. Ladies first. Hi, my name's Rachel. Um, are you Christian? Yeah. Um, what do you do? What church do you attend? Um, currently, I'm a full-time uni student, and I attend Grace Charismatic Centre. And our next guest. My name is Kaidi, and um, I study computer and IT. Um, I go to um KICC church. You go where? Sorry. KICC. What's that? Um, Pastor Mafi. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys grown up in a Christian household or did you get into Christianity somewhat at some point during your life? I'm grown up in a Christian household. Same with me. Um my mum used to play gospel nearly every day. Um I would even play instruments at church. Oh, do you still do that? Not at, not at the moment. Um, I used to play piano and guitar, and um, yeah. Interesting. What would you say is the hardest thing about being a young Christian in today's society? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say there's anything hard. I think um, you're just faced with different temptations as you grow up through life. I guess I, if you're gonna say something hard, I guess that's what it would be and like the different people that you come into contact with but yeah i agree because especially when you're in uni and um 
you're mixed with different people mm-hmm. and you can be easily influenced by the wrong things like sex um drugs alcohol even com- like converting into a different religion or even turning gay so you two have both as you stated you're both full-time uni students have you guys fallen into any temptations or has it been like a smooth clean slate being a christian isn't gonna be you're not gonna be on a full clean slate 24 7. me personally i would say that i've fallen into temptation like just growing up in general it wouldn't I wouldn't say just because I'm Christian, but I've definitely fallen into temptation myself. Um, for me, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I've, there's some things I'm, I wasn't meant to do, but, you know, um, it's just one of those things that you have to pray for and, like, try and make yourself a better person because, mm. you know, not everyone's good. You know, we were born um, as sinners, understandable um an author of an online faith blog wrote christians are widows at least if you read the daily news that's likely the message you'll get what are you what are your thoughts on that okay what christians are widows um that one i won't lie to you i can see why they would say that and it's not a thing where like i agree 100% 100% it's more like 50-50 I think it's all down to how people want to comprehend what they see how people want to understand what they read Um, for like to say to gather information and then come to the conclusion that Christians are weirdos is insensitive but I guess if that's how he wants to perceive the information that he's getting Obviously, there's nothing that there's nothing that we could do about it. It is insensitive on is insensitive um, towards Christ towards Christians and their faith. But once again, it's just all down to how people want to comprehend the information that they take in. Have you guys ever felt as though Christian beliefs are beliefs and behaviors are presented as dramatic, unusual, and excessive? Yes. Because um, there are some pastors that have exaggerated some things mm-hmm. just to get quick cash, really. So would you be like referring to pastors like Pastor Toby from the Church Back Nation? And I, I didn't want to say his name, but yeah. You can feel free to state <laughs> <Yeah>. state names. <laughs> this is this is a podcast to to speak openly about opinion. So is that the person you'd be referring to? Yeah. The thing is, as I said previously, when it comes to the actual like religion as well, mm-hmm. like it's been taken as a joke. I won't lie to you, it's been taken as a joke. So I can see why some people might think it's yeah, being exaggerated and that. Mm-hmm. When when you say like unusual, I agree in terms of that with like what Kai said when you look at how um there are certain pastors or certain like church leaders who do things in the name of Christianity but clearly it's not in line with Christian the Christian lifestyle but to say something is dramatic and excessive I feel like 
it's a negative it's a negative connotation that you're trying to put with the religion or or with the faith because I feel like you could say that about other faiths as well mm-hmm. but they wouldn't because they feel like they wouldn't because they know the backlash that they would get from it yeah. that's true especially with Islam as well because as I said it's the most respected religion mm-hmm. in this day and age as well it used to be Christianity but not anymore because of how things are right now for many reasons as well so if you say one thing about um, Islam or um, even um, what was Judaism. it yeah even that as well because for example Kanye said something about them mm-hmm. he got the biggest backlash and his career is basically ruined but with, with the sports with the support of his fans he's he's alright but if you said something about religion as Rachel said you'll get the backlash moving like further into that that statement do you guys think that people are more comf- comfortable with speaking negatively on Christianity and producing content negatively about 100%. Christianity 100% because they they know that Christians won't necessarily do anything in return definitely definitely because as I said um, I've always thought this I won't say I've always thought this but I'll say I've been thinking about this for like close to a year now mm-hmm. and to me I, I see like as much as I love my religion it's been taken as a joke which mm-hmm. is sad because of how things are moving right now and how it's been treated and no one's doing something about it I think because in um in like the media and things that we see Christians aren't necessarily aggressive or violent or like I feel like th- when things are done in an aggressive manner it's not necessarily done in the name of Christianity or if if something is seen as aggressive it's not taken as seriously um, and I think because a lot of like media outlets or people in general know that they're not going to get much backlash um, from being insensitive towards Christianity um, then they feel more free to do it mm-hmm. They feel more like more free to be disrespectful towards the religion. I feel. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Moving on to our next discussion, there's many documentaries about Christians, and it tends to mainly focus on extreme individuals or present the church as bigoted and intolerant. In secular movies, Christians are often portrayed as, and these characters include the infamous male or the hysterical antics of the church ladies in 2019 netflix released a movie called the first temptations of christ in this movie jesus returns home from the desert to a surprise party however he's not alone he's accompanied by his presumed boyfriend have you guys heard or seen this movie no (laughs) kai you look shocked i did not hear about this actually i think i did but so the movie came out in Netflix, on Netflix, as I said, in 2019, and... So, um, what's the movie called again? So I can quickly search. The First Temptations of Christ. So in this movie, as I stated, Jesus is coming back from the desert to a surprise party, and he's accompanied by his presumed boyfriend. In the movie, um, Mary also smokes weed. 
So when this movie came out, it didn't really get the best of attention that the director Rodrigo Van Der Put expected. A petition was made and it circulated social media demanding that the movie is pulled from Netflix. So a petition was made. So more than 1.8 million people signed the petition, but it wasn't taken down from Netflix straight away because the Brazilian the president didn't really see as big of like a problem that the people are seeing. So another petition was put out and over 500,000 people signed it. And that's when it was finally taken out. Um, viewers accused Porta dos Fundos, the comedian of the movie, of discrimination and disrespect to Christianity. And some people even went as far as cancelling their Netflix subscription. For a movie like that, the directors should have thought about it carefully because it's a something so touchy and will cause a lot of controversy mm-hmm. to the um to the whole movie. Why didn't Netflix think about it properly before actually putting on their services and say because they're the ones that are saying yes or no. Mm-hmm. So why first of all why did they put on their services? Secondly, why do you, why does it have to take a petition to remove it down? With the society and generation that we live in now, people are open to many different things. When it comes to the LGBTQ community, they're trying to implement that in many genres, many many sectors of life. So the comedians that thought it would be interesting and fun to make a movie about this, thought they didn't really think they would get this backlash because as they're saying, it's a joke and we're living in the 21st century, it wouldn't be as offensive, especially due to how people don't necessarily take Christianity as serious as they do Islam or Judaism. And I think on top of that, um, like you're asking, why didn't Netflix um, decline it? At the end of the day, it's gonna make their money because if people see that, because it's got to be controversial, people are going to see it and be like, oh, I want to watch it to see what it's about. So at the end of the day, it makes Netflix money, it makes the country money. But um, I think the lack of sensitivity to Christians and how they would feel for like such a movie like that, I think it is it's great. Like there, It's insensitive for people to put out such a such a um, film knowing the kind of values or um, ethics that come with Christianity um, and honestly it's disrespectful imagine seeing that as like as like a Christian thinking that you're coming to watch something else what was it what's the film called The Temptations The First Temptations, the first temptations of Christ like you would be thinking that you're seeing something that's got to be giving you information and then you turn around and then you sit and watch it and then you see oh Jesus is coming back from fasting in the desert with a boyfriend like it's ridiculous how easy it is to disrespect such a religion I agree with both of your statements in regards to I personally feel as though it should have even though Netflix is just a platform the movie was put on they should have taken steps to, to figure out the attention that it would get because even though it would bring in views and money for them, many people went out of their way to cancel their subscription due to Netflix allowing that movie to be put on it. There was a situation in 2012 where 
Charlie Hebdo, which is a production that always had controversial things put on it. They published a cartoon of the Islamic prophet Muhammad, which forced France to temporarily close embassies and schools in more than 20 countries amid fears of reprisals. So it's it's very well known that you should not be drawing, making any imitation of Prophet Muhammad, but the French publication Charlie Hebdo chose to do that and there was immense backlash from that. Do you think that if Christians took the steps Muslims took to sort situations yeah. out, that Perhaps people so. would be less likely to make movies such as The First Temptations of Christ? 100%. Because I, um, I spoke to my sister about this not too long ago, and she basically said the same thing. Like, if, if Christians did what Muslims did when Charlie, um, when Charlie did that, then maybe the Christ, um, the religion wouldn't be taken as a joke. Mm -hmm. But because out of, I'll say nearly out of all the religions out here, out there, I'll say this religion, well, Christianity, is seen as a as the weakest as all of them because mm -hmm. I don't know what other religion would just stand there like I mean like a person who believes in a different religion would just stand there and hear someone talk about their religion like that mm -hmm. but when it comes to Christianity it's all about peace and etc etc which is understandable but you have to let people know that you can't be disrespecting something like that but I think if Christians were to take the same step as like you see um, extremists, I'm gonna call them extremist Muslims because from the Muslims that I know, they do tell me that people that take those sort of steps aren't necessarily the Muslims that follow the follow Islam correctly. So I'll call them extremists. If if Christians were to take the same steps that extremists would aren't Christians then going, they're not following their doctrines, they're not following their um, their ethics and morals that align with their faith. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so I think it's a case where you have to kind of, um, I don't know, I don't think the word is discern, but you kind of have to like pick your battles in a way. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, yeah, what's going on, it's disrespectful and it's gonna hurt as a person that's Christian, a person of the faith. But at the end of the day, if you're able to um, stand up for Christianity exactly. without being like aggressive or violent towards a person, you're able to still put your opinion forward um, while maintaining peace, I think that's better. At the end of the day, it does say in the Bible, God says vengeance is his. So if we, if we go and take revenge because we're angry that someone's um, disrespected our faith, we're not we think that we're doing God a favor, but in at the end we're not doing we're not doing what he's told us to do. I also think based off your statement, Kyle, maybe Christians should retaliate or or respond the same way as Muslims do. I think most people in the world are the way they view Islam, they view Muslims, they're scared of them. If Christians were to behave in the same manner as those stereotypical things, people start being scared of Christians in a sense. Mm -hmm. So the outcome, even though it may help because people stop being 
as disrespectful and start being more respectful towards the religion, it will create another bad outcome because people are then scared of Christians. I wouldn't say Christians should be violent, but I think they should stand up for the religion. I think now Christians are standing up more though. Like in terms, if they if they do see something on social media, that's like um, insensitive towards their religion. I think you do get people speaking up about it more. Maybe it's not necessarily as loud as we would want it to be, but there are definitely people that are speaking up yeah. against it. I think it's just a matter of um, kind of like binding together, like standing up, not standing. I, I say standing up, but I think coming together close as a community. To be honest, the the fact that people went out of their way to make the petition to get the movie removed, I think that's a form of them trying to stand up because yeah. other than that, what else can you really do? There were people that took to social media, the petition was made. Mm. There were even people who don't follow Christianity, but they also found that movie disrespectful to the religion so yeah. those people are signing the petition so I feel like that that is a good way of standing up and trying to represent Christianity in a respectful good way especially based off what the Bible says as Rachel said um, about leaving revenge up to God at the end of the day we're, we're simple humans you can only hope that things get better. Moving on, there was, in 2022, a well-known YouTuber called Logan Paul was on a podcast and he said to his friend, he should see a therapist because he believes in Jesus. Logan Paul, being a very influential individual, received backlash from that and he did not expect that either. Even though Logan does not share the same views as his friend, do you think it was okay for him to make such a big statement surrounding his faith? Absolutely not. So he got black backlash for just saying that he was too. So because he said um, his friend is a Christian, and he was like he said to his friend he needs a therapist because he's a Christian. Because he believes in Jesus, he thought his friend should go see a therapist. So Logan Paul got backlash because that's that's a big statement to make it's like even though you said it to your friend you're kind of saying it to all christians because all christians believe in jesus why why should okay, people yeah. see therapists because of a belief? but i don't think that's an opinion like saying someone needs a therapist because they follow a religion that's not an opinion that's like that's like you're trying to state a fact like it's even if you're gonna call it an opinion it's a bad opinion like it doesn't what's the logic behind it i think that that's what my question would be what's the logic behind making such a statement like that because just because that's like saying oh um i don't like avocados and kai likes avocados you need to go to therapy because you like avocados it sounds dumb like you're going to say someone needs a therapist someone needs um to change their behavior because they believe they believe in something, they believe in someone, like, it's a dumb statement to make. I'm glad he got the backlash for it. Very I think he likes to make outlandish statements as well. Did you hear about the the Japanese suicide thing that he did? Yeah, so, um, 
after that i know he went on a little hiatus of youtube so on and so on but he still has his following you know everyone in my opinion everyone deserves a second chance but how many chances can you give someone to learn from what they do and it seems like logan paul is an individual that constantly does controversial outlandish things and i think that's why people like to follow him because it's like oh how can he top what he did the first time Mm -hmm. and i think like sometimes people like to blindly follow people especially especially if it's someone that you've been following from young it's kind of like what's he going to say next but i think when you give when you you have someone that um has a large following like him you you're kind of adding fuel to the fire have people ever had prejudice against you guys because you're christian have you ever experienced prejudice against you i don't know if it's prejudice mm, not necessarily i don't think i think being a christian no nah, i don't think i face prejudice personally Oh, I haven't faced it because sixty to seventy percent of the people that I talk to or like interact with are like Christians. The rest are, I would say, twenty percent. Actually, don't know. No. I would say forty percent Christians, and then I'll say forty percent Muslims, mm-hmm. and then the twenty is like others really. So no, like with my friends and the people who I interact with. Um, they're 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 very respectful with um your belief. Mm-hmm. In the society we live in now, many young people that use social media say they shy away from saying that they're Christians based off the things that they see on social media. They don't think that they would get the best response from that. Have you guys ever gone through a situation where you you weren't really comfort confident or comfortable with saying that you're a Christian? It doesn't make it hard. It just it makes it tough mm. for us to like live in a society mm. because of the things that we're facing and going through as a person, believing in that religion. But on social media, not really, because there are people, especially on Twitter, that post a lot of like Bible quotes or have um, interactions with other Christians online. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just, I'll just say the things that people are doing on social media. For example, Sam Smith and Lord Nas X, with the whole satanic thing, makes it a lot harder. I'd say when I was younger, it was something that I would kind of like shy away from. Like if I was talking to someone and they would be like, oh, where are you at? Or like, what are you doing? Like I used to be hesitant in saying like, oh, I'm going to church or I'm at Bible studies or things like that but um i think as i just grew up and i went through certain life experiences to say to tell someone oh i'm christian to tell someone oh i'm going to church to tell someone oh i'm at bible studies i can't do this right now or like i can't speak to you at the moment because um i'm i'm reading the bible or i'm praying or so and so forth um i'm definitely more confident in saying it now as I've grown up and I've gone through certain things because it's kind of like, I think I kind of learned what's the point in shying away from it if other people can be so um, 
loud about their faith like what's the problem with me doing the same as university students have you have you found it difficult to be christians or follow what the bible says because you encounter different people yeah different religions different there's a lot of peer pressure when it comes to yeah. the livelihood of uni so i was gonna say that yeah there's a lot of peer pressure because as i said i did some things that i wanted to do i've seen some people do things that they shouldn't be doing i've seen people like you know take drugs um you know aborting a kid mm-hmm and you know doing things that they shouldn't be doing like Christ like as Kanye West would say um I think being in uni has definitely opened my eyes to like kind of like how the world is um I think as a uni student you get um exposed to a lot more because you're out in the especially if you're away from home you're um you're going to be exposed to a lot more new experiences I think if you're confident in your faith and you know what you're meant to be doing like it would be it's I won't say it's easy it won't be easy but it will be easier to get through things um I'll be honest as I've come to uni I haven't found like a solid a solid a solid church a solid church to be at while I've been at university and I think it's kind of because I think uni students are, can be seen as an easy target when it comes to these churches. 100%, 100%. So I found it difficult to found it to find a church that's a bit similar to like the one that I have back in London. Mm-hmm. Um I found it difficult to f- um find a place where I can call like church while I've been at uni. So yeah, I think that's the only difficult thing that I've really come across at uni i agree because you see um, like church is like first love you get invited to the church you go there it seems a bit forced they exaggerate and then after a while it's like they only want you there to bring more people in not mm-hmm. just for the religion itself if that makes sense so it's understandable because i tried to, i even tried to find a church i thought first love was going to be a good church for myself and but it didn't happen so yeah and then another thing is that a lot of people come with their demons so like once you're part once you once you interact with them and you know you're surrounded by their energy you end up doing bad stuff you're there as a very good christian doing you know doing your practices and that but you're surrounded by that. You're surrounded by that energy, and you're you know you have that little thing with your partner, right? So obviously, when you're away from home, you're not surrounded by your family. You're just there by yourself with toxic energy that you don't need in your life, mm-hmm. and that could like it could either bring you closer to God or like move you away from God, like remove you from it as well so I do think in uni it has made it a lot harder for Christians as well and you know I've been through it I won't lie to you I've been through it as well so I could say yeah as a Christian it has been harder to be a Christian here mm-hmm. not just because of other people but like one well, like other people offended me because of my religion just because of what they do 
because they because what they do has impact on me or someone else as a, as a christian how would you take the steps to like prevent those situations or not fall into those i would say be celibate right and do not um, surround yourself with positive energy um christian people pray go to church don't drink don't take drugs speak to your parents if they're not there speak to a pastor um i won't say go speak to a therapist if you if you really need to go speak to a therapist then do it but the most important thing is speak to a pastor and yeah um respectfully i'm going to give a more realistic version of that um in order to stay as a good christian in university i think you have to spend time reading the word of god so when you come into situations where you're going to be faced with such temptations you know the word of god because people are quick to fight um christians with oh you're not meant to drink you're not meant to drink alcohol right 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 yeah, read what the bible says about it yeah but i'm saying yeah people like, okay surround, cool. yourself, surround, surround yourself with energy, of course like. surround yourself with people that are um yeah, read, like the bible. read the bible now. surround yourself with people that are like-minded and are christians and etc etc but for you to just say don't drink don't no, no, no 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 that's I'm not, not saying, realistic I'm, I'm not saying i'm not saying don't drink i'm not saying don't drink but like if you're if you know you're easily influenced right and you're surrounded by toxic and bad people don't drink but then i think if you're going to try and be a realistic young person in christ yeah you're going to come into co- you're going to come into contact with temptations you're going to um have battles that you need to face and i think the best way for you to be able to work against that is spending time reading the bible spending time in prayer asking god and the holy spirit for discernment for um, wisdom to open your eyes and knowledge because at the end of the day you can't do you can't live the christian lifestyle by yourself it's that that's impossible like you can't you can't do it but on your own you need god to help and guide you yeah so for you to then so for you to be surrounded by positive people christ-like people you need to ask god god direct me to people exactly. that are Amen. christ-like you can't just say oh cut off the toxic and bad people you don't know people are toxic and you, bad listen, until your listen, eyes are open listen, to that yeah you will know as time goes on because you're telling me yeah, you spent what nearly what three years in uni right and you don't know who's toxic and who's not toxic yeah i think, I think what rachel means in terms of like don't just say don't do this don't do that don't do this it's it takes time yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm to realise. I think that's that's the point she was kind of making. Obviously, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, you're making Christianity sound so linear, but it's not. No, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to be a good Christian, right, read the Bible, right? And if you're surrounded by, um, by a company or talks of people, just pray Everyone's on it. Everyone's journey as a Christian is different to the other person. It may take someone else longer to realize who that toxic friend is or when you say don't drink alcohol someone may have an addiction they fell into temptation early on in life when they weren't necessarily a christian and then it's taken them a while to fall out of that because they've they've become addicted to alcohol so it's all different but you two practically share the same views would you guys say you're 
optimistic or pessimistic about the future in Christianity? Like, do you see there being a decline in Christianity, or do you think it's going no? To I see a large increase in Christianity. I feel like a lot of young people, a lot of young people are. I think the Holy Spirit is opening a lot of young people's eyes to like what's coming like in the future um i doubt i don't really see a decline i definitely see an increase in christianity i see a big decline so you see like little duck right he's um he converted to islam like nearly a decade ago right mm-hmm. and then you start seeing um andrew tate converting you're seeing speed converting there's a lot of like um influences that are converting to islam and the more influence that the, the more influences um that are converting to um islam there are people that are thinking you know if they're doing this and spending and spreading their life then why should i be a christian or why should i be a jew or why should i be this why should i be that i might as well just be muslim because if that's the right way then that's that's what I'm gonna do. I'll be sorry if there's grown people doing that. It's childish. It's true. There, there are people doing it. And remember, like as I said, um, with Lil Nas X and Sam Smith, even Playboy Carti, mm-hmm. he's a rapper. He's 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 doing his satanic um, shows. Lil Uzi's doing his satanic shows. There are people that people like. Playboy Carti and Lil Uzi, they've been doing it for years. Certainly now people are doing it more with the, with the whole satanic thing. So you can imagine how many, how many people are going to do the whole convert to Islam thing. Mm-hmm. And Christianity, as I said, is not going to, there's not going to be an increase. I don't think there will. There's going to be a decline. Someone's either going to be a Muslim or someone's going to be um, a, a Satanist. And that's just, just a plain atheist. Or, or plain atheist, yeah. Because I have two friends of mine yeah that i know of now only god knows how long it's going to take for a lot of my friends to convert to islam two of my friends have already converted to um to islam this year have you asked them why they said that they don't agree with the like the bible's very um (laughs) contradictive and all and all of that so or like well one of them uh because of that that one was um converted because of their man but again some people are very influenced by how people live their lives so if they see an influence or um converting to islam they're going to do it mm-hmm. and that's just that's just that's just the sad truth and the more rappers or influencers or anyone even or even um actors or businessmen they're like wow okay Islam is doing well for themselves might as well do the same thing if it brings peace to them it might bring peace to me too I think that's just a lack of knowledge and a lack definitely of, um, definitely like a lack of knowledge because the idea of following a faith or a religion because you see of because you see someone else following it that's your that's like the blind leading the blind people like to do things because it looks good on social media Mm -hmm. which I understand when you say you see a decline in Christianity but I think God works miracles the Holy Spirit is 
definitely um he's definitely on the earth god the way things are moving with our religion christianity is poor unless unless we do something about it like what do you mean it's poor we literally discussed it not too long ago how it's been seen that's what i'm saying so the way it's been seen and the way it's been treated it's either that or there'll be other religions don't get me wrong but the way the religion is moving right now i don't think there'll be an increase i think i i understand both of your points but only to a certain extent i i agree with rachel as a christian myself god works miracles you know like there's there's many there's many young people that can become christian or strengthen their relationship in christ there's 70 percent of young people aged 16 to 29 in the uk identify as having no religion with time that that could change and they could identify as christian they could identify as Mus- is muslim or jewish so on and so on but in regards to a lot of people converting i think islam is a great religion for those who follow it so is christianity judaism so on and so on yeah but with the artists that you mentioned Lil Durk converting or the youtuber um speed speed converting Lil Durk was this um pretty sure the quran says that you're not supposed to be doing yeah. music so on and so on so if he's serious about converting and serious about being a muslim he should that's just a few drop. names that's just a few names because because yeah. i literally just remember dbe yeah as well young so, ads did say that when when he reaches a certain goal he'll stop doing music to take his religion more seriously yeah but as i said most in my opinion most individuals are converting because a lot of as you said influencers artists mm. actors are converting when someone sees someone they find inspirational or they view them as their idol they want to follow their footsteps their way exactly but because sorry to interrupt here oh you can say something yeah Where you go? i was gonna say the same way that you're seeing people convert into um islam or um, are d- becoming like aligned with satanic views. It's the same way you see people converting, like coming back to Christianity. Because have you seen what's been going on with um Black China? Yeah, I was gonna say. Like that. Black China, as of recent, she got baptized, and she's been trying to get. She's trying to go back towards being the Christian that she once was old like she's trying to become like a better christian mm. she's getting rid of like the satanic things that she's put um on her body she's yeah, trying she to come, become more natural in how she looks and stuff so to say like oh because there's influencers and rappers turning muslims like it's the it they go hand in hand not hand in hand but like even though there's some converting to muslim to islam there's still some there's still people out there converting to Christianity as yeah. well. But another question that I was gonna ask Daniel and um, Rachel as well is that how many Christians how many Christian friends do that that you know are taking their religion seriously in order to keep the whole religion strong? 
You can say the same thing about Islam. Though. No, there's. A, you see Ramadan. You can't. I think it works two ways. Us, no, no, no. Us, you can't. You, I'll, I'll be so honest. You can't use Ramadan as an as an excuse. Should I tell you why? Um, because I think Ramadan, yeah, is a time in people's life where they're like, okay, this this time in our life is sacred. So it's like, I'm going to be the best person I could be during this time. But mm. I've seen people, and to be fair, I've done it myself. Like, um, my church does fasting during yeah. the month of February. So the whole of February, I could be like an angel. Like, I'm praying every day, I'm doing my fasting, I'm reading the Bible, mm. all sorts. But the minute I come out of February, yeah, I could go back to my worldly ways. Yeah. I've seen, I've literally yeah, seen. But how, but how many people have you seen? Um, I can name. Fast, my fr- fast during the whole Lent period though. To be honest. How many people do you know even remember that Lent's even happened? The majority of people that I know that are Catholics. I think it, it works both ways. Yeah. In, as Rachel said, in the month of February, her church fasts. My, my church fasts at the start of the year, January 4, yeah. for 21 days. I can follow that the whole way through and not do certain things I know I'm not supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. As Rachel said, pray consistently. It works the same way for Islam during Ramadan. I have a friend who is an active vape vapor. He smokes. Um, he, he is a very sexual person when it comes to the opposite. Yeah. sex so on and so on so yeah. but he's muslim he knows that he shouldn't be doing those things but during the period of ramadan he cuts all of that off and he's clean he's he follows the waking up at 5 a.m to pray so on and so on yeah. but who's to say that when that time ends he won't fall back into his as rachel said his worldly ways it, it works both ways with all religions yeah so even even your point of how many people know about lent there's many people in Ramad like in Islam that don't do the actual fast during Ramadan. Yeah, yeah. it works both yeah. ways. I have Christian friends, right? And I've asked them, "Are you gonna fast or are you gonna?" And I'll say, literally, all of them said, "No, I'm not fasting." And they're Christians, and I knew them back in um, London when I used to live there, and they used to go to church, but they were like, "No, I'm not fasting." To be honest, though, some so I don't know one person that I could say it's well, other than you, yeah. I don't know one other person that with with my church, I don't think Lent is really. I don't know if Rachel, your church as well, but Lent isn't really one of the f- the fasts that they really implement. Yeah, yeah. Lent is based on your denomination. Yeah, yeah. yeah, isn't it more so Catholicism? Yeah, Catholic. Yeah. There are some Christians that take um, Lent seriously, but. Most of them don't take it seriously. I think you're making too many generalized statements. Yeah, because yeah. Lent has traditionally been associated with Catholic churches, mm. so not all. Because I'm not Catholic myself, but yeah, but Christians, some Christians do Lent, some yeah. Christians don't, but it's mainly known in the Catholic Church, yeah. right? I think with your your main statement of you don't really see people like following like the Lent fast, but you'll see. For instance, on Snapchat, they'll post, oh, it's Ramadan. You'll see the filter there. Yeah. I think so many things are done in the dark. That it's not brought to light. It's not broadcasted. Most yeah. people that fast, when I was fasting in January, the majority of my friends didn't know because I don't 
me to go out of my way to tell people. You're not even meant yeah. to tell people you're fasted yeah. anyway. It says when it in the Bible. Mm. When it comes to Islam and Ramadan, it's, it's, it's kind of being broadcasted in a way to be like, oh, this is this is what we do, which is fine. You're, you're presenting your religion towards different people that don't know about it. Yeah. But just because that's presented on social media or in the world doesn't mean that it's it happens more in Islam than it does Christianity. Yeah. And I think you should also take in the same way like Christianity has denominations. Because of the different denominations, things are going to be done differently. Whereas with Islam, Islam, they all know, okay, Ramadan is around this time. So we're all going to be doing this thing at this time. So because it's as a collective, I think that's why maybe you see it more. Mm-hmm. And well, with that, there's not multiple denominations in Islam. There's, there's two. Just, but there's just quick two. question, right? What uh, other than like Easter? What other like event? Oh, I'll call it an event. Um, do we take seriously then, as a whole? Christmas. Not really. Why? Why? Because um, as a lot of people say, mm. and it's only now that I'm starting to agree with it now, it's like Christmas is seen as a money-making thing now. So mm-hmm. it's not like... It's hard to explain in this... Yeah, it's, you could say the same yeah. thing for Ramadan. And mm. Easter as well, because because of the way Christianity is in the world, yeah. it, it Christianity was here from, from way long ago yeah. in in britain it was the main religion here back in the olden days right so when it comes to easter they've kind of capitalized on that as you see there's easter eggs christianity does not portray easter as oh let's go like what's it called when you go easter egg hunting you don't need to do all of that stuff with the the bunnies the eggs so on and so on christmas it's it's being portrayed as a holiday where it's just about gift giving it's not it's not necessarily about that. It's about being together. But exactly. if you, that's what that's what people see it as. The, no, but, but if you if you look, sorry to cut you off, Daniel. But if you look at Ramadan yeah. as Ram as people have been seeing Ramadan become more occurring, you see people, you see companies are now trying to capitalize off of Ramadan as well. I've not seen that yet. If you go into stores, you see oh Ramadan deals, Ramadan specials. In my emails right now, you'll see on Uber Eats. Tesco's, Asda, you see deals that you can get for Ramadan, deals yeah. you can get. It's 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 all happening the same thing. As you, if you think about it, the kind of society that we're in, is who can make the most money. Yeah. Who is everything is a money scheme. Like Danielle, capitalizing off of mm. things. So like Danielle said, Christmas, Christianity was the religion that this country used to that this country used to stand on. Yeah. So it's like they've seen okay. This is like when it comes to Christmas, when it comes to Easter, we see more people in our stores. We see more people wanting to buy things. Like things are more in, um, we like we need more stock. We need more this, that. So yeah. then people are like, okay, cool. We're going to capitalize off the fact that more people need things during around these times. So they're go- there's like stores and companies are going to capitalize on that. So now people are seeing, okay, Ramadan is becoming a thing as well. We're going to capitalize off of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, as you said, Christmas, Easter, those things, money making schemes. It's the same thing for the other religions. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, maybe the only one that maybe I wouldn't see is like 
Judaism where they're like, oh, Hanukkah deals or Shabbat deals. But but do like you get what I mean? The reason why I said this is because um, you're, you're telling me about this now because I don't even know about the whole Ramadan deals until like now. I've not seen no emails or nothing yet. So if I saw that, then I wouldn't have said that. But yeah, for me, it's just when it comes to like Christmas and that, no one sees it as a time to like, you know, they they don't see that 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 um that season to, you know, take it seriously or, I you think know, it's just more like yeah. But I think that's more so like a generalized statement mm. because, as I said, this country was mainly built on Christianity, so they've yeah. had enough time to extort the religion to a certain extent as as i said capitalizing off it and and finding ways to to use money with it when it comes to ramadan i think it's because it's only now only in recent years it's started to be like brought to light and like posted everywhere so on and so on Mm -hmm. so over the last few years ramadan has been increasing yeah so it wouldn't you wouldn't really see it as much as you do being capitalized because it's going to be a slow process because it's only just being brought to light yeah. now even with the the Hanukkah and stuff because that's not really on the spectrum like Christmas yeah. Ramadan Easter when it when it starts being put to light the same way um, Ramadan yeah, is that that might start being capitalized too can I ask a question yeah. do you take Christianity seriously that's um, a that's a very good question and I'll tell you it's I, there's no definite answer. Okay. I might not um, go to church every Sunday or sh- you know do the right things, but I'm slowly getting. There. I'm just trying to build a relationship with God right now, and um, I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump back into it and force myself into it. That's the reason why I can't really say yeah I'm, I'm proper Christian, or I can't do say you, I'm not. I personally think that it's all got to do with how much you understand the faith that you're trying to follow. When it comes to the friend that you said converted into Islam because he believes, was it he or she? She. She believes that the Bible contradicts them like itself. There's an Old Testament and there's a New Testament. There's gonna be different things. Like if you read the Bible properly and you understand it and interpret it the way it should be, you will learn that it yeah, doesn't. That's what yeah, you will learn that it doesn't contradict itself. So, I really think when it comes to religion, it's all got to do with understanding. And the only way you can understand something fully is if you wholeheartedly want to. For one, if you find the right church for you, and if your parents or you've got friends that are follow the same religion as you, ask questions. I realize a lot of Christians shy away from asking their friends certain questions because they're they're not necessarily comfortable discussing that with friends but if you know that you're in a friendship group that that are christians then don't don't feel don't feel a type of way not to say what you want to say or ask the questions because it will only help you and benefit your walk so that's my opinion do you guys have any final thoughts to today's discussion i just think that like you said Christianity is a walk it's not a sprint or it's not a race it's a walk that each person is going to have to that each person that is a Christian will have to embark on and you're going to come across bumps 
in the road you're gonna come across like hard times easy times etc um i think as long as people have the spirit of discernment and the holy spirit with them then it'll be something to help them guide them along their way and i think um although we do see things on social media when it comes to christianity the same way we should the same way we see things on social media um sometimes against um christianity or that are highlighting another faith we should have just as much confidence to put things out about our faith as well well thank you for joining the podcast today to share your thoughts and opinions thank you to the listeners for tuning in and i hope you guys enjoyed like follow and share the podcast with your friends tune in next time for the next episode of faith unlocked if i used like crystals for example and Mm, yeah um, yeah yeah. zodiac signs people rely on those those things things, now no it's almost like having a life or society with no rules or regulations I think it's possible to be a Christian and have mental health problems. I think it's possible.